up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 98, Play to Your Strengths. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that the next step for you and I to work together is for you to schedule a free 30-minute consultation. The easiest way to do this is on marketinguninhibited.com. Just click the button. I think it actually says like free consultation. It's an orange box on the homepage. Um, Or you can email me or send me a DM on Instagram. What are you waiting for? The new year is here. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you hear. And always send me feedback. You guys have been really great about sending me messages, letting me know what you think, what's resonating with you, sharing some personal stories that you can relate to. Um, I just love, love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing when you're listening. It really makes me happy that I'm not just sitting here talking to myself all the time. All right, let's get this party started. Today we're talking about playing to your strengths and how that can be a real game changer for marketing your business. But before we can talk about playing to your strengths, we have to identify those strengths. So that is really what we're going to focus on today. The reason why playing to your strengths is so important is because that's what sets you apart from others in your industry. So now if this is already maybe making you uncomfortable, I want to give you a couple things, a couple examples that are probably going to make you more uncomfortable. So get ready to be uncomfortable in this exercise. That's called growth. So first, I want you to think about if you had to write your own obituary. Um, A few years ago, one of my good friends, probably longer than a few years ago, but lost her mom to a five-year battle with pancreatic cancer. And over those five years, we all learned a lot about cancer and grief and preparing for your own death. And my friend's mom had a really, really wonderful sense of humor. And so when we all got to her funeral, we knew that she had written her obituary and it was amazing. So I want you to think about that. What would you say about yourself if you were no longer here. And maybe that's too much for you right now. So think about this maybe as an interview question. I'm sure you have been in an interview before you set out on the entrepreneurial track where you were asked the question to name your strengths and to talk about a weakness, right? That's a pretty common interview question. And I am willing to bet that at the time that you answered that question, it wasn't 100% authentic. Just a guess, just a guess. I'm not sure. And if it was, good for you. And if it wasn't, this is your opportunity to change that answer. So these situations can make us really uncomfortable, but it's important for us to be able to step back and look at ourselves from a different perspective and to ask if we're truly playing to our strengths given our talents 
or if we're playing to other people's opinions and expectations or even our own fear. For example, I have always known that I'm good with talking to people. Um, Teachers would comment on this when I was growing up, other parents, and then as I grew up and got into the real world, my managers and my mentors would also comment on it. I, I think most of you know this if you've listened for a while, was in a sales role right out of college. And in that role, that company had been along for a very, very long time, one of the original Fortune 500 companies ever, and like original on that list. And at the time, it was still on that list. And so I had, you know, company trainers riding along with me on these sales calls, and all of them would remark when we got in the car, because that's when you would do your little debrief, that they had never seen anyone interact with people in such a way that got these people to open up and reveal sometimes their dark secrets, their life stories, like big pain points. Um, And so this is something that this is one of my strengths. I, I communicate well with others. And not only that, I make myself accessible. I am very easily and quickly able to build trust and especially in a one-on-one situation. And I like to have fun doing it, right? Like I I feel like because I am open and I don't take things too seriously in my life that that allows people to relax and allows the judgment to kind of drop away. Like I'm not I'm going to tell you what I think, but from a point of like I care about you enough to be completely honest and direct with you in this situation. Um, So back to you. What are your strengths? What sets you apart from others in your industry? Now, I know that we have, and I've talked about it on here before too, the sentiment of community over competition. And so when we start, when we go down that train of thought and then we shift gears to playing to our own strengths, I want you to understand that both of those things can exist at the same time within your industry. You can be aware of and acknowledge what sets you apart and what your strengths are compared to your competitors while also fostering community within your industry. So you can say, hey, I'm really good at this and this is why you should buy from me. And if you're looking to buy from someone who operates differently, that's not me. I refer you kindly to this person over here. So playing to your strengths means being okay saying no to people when you know you're not a good fit. Either way, right? They're not a match for you. You're not a match for them. This just isn't going to work. I will happily refer you to other people. People come to me all the time looking for marketing work that I don't do. I do a very specific line of marketing work and that is marketing coaching where I actually don't do your marketing work, which is a lot of times what people are looking to hire someone for, right? I am I work with people who are fully capable of running their own marketing and just need some guidance along the way. They want someone in their corner. They want accountability. They want someone to brainstorm with them. They just want to be able to talk to someone outside of their household about their business for an hour, right? So 
really understanding your strengths is going to help you become a better salesperson for your business. And it's going to help you market more authentically because you're being yourself. Not only are you being yourself, you're 100% selling what your strengths are, what you're capable of, what you have fun doing, what you believe. And so that puts you in alignment. That gets all of your messaging to be in alignment. It's consistent. When you start, when you interact with a company where you're a little confused, things are incongruent. You're like, wait a second, that looks different than it did on Instagram or their website isn't quite, or, you know, I went to the website and then when I met with them in person, it just wasn't a match. That's not what I thought I was getting at all. Like if anyone ever comes to me and says that they're surprised, <laughs> After listening to this podcast or being on my website or my Instagram page, that's their own fault, right? Like we don't want any surprises. Marketing surprises are kind of the worst kind of surprises. Like when someone shows up, they're like, whoa, this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. That means you're not doing a good enough job communicating. You have to be explicit. You have to be direct. You have to be clear. You have to be honest. And it helps if you are also authentic. So you'll have to get to know yourself. Now, I don't always reference technical marketing terms. And by that, it's like almost never on here that I talk about actual technical marketing terms that like you would find in a textbook about marketing. But today I'm going to do that. So you're going to want a pen and paper, something to write with, something to take notes with, because we're going to do a couple exercises. And now I considered breaking this into two podcasts, but I think you guys can handle it. And they these things go hand in hand. I'm just talking too much. Needed some water. All right. Also a strength, talking too much. (laughs) And I'm building a career on it. Look at that. It's amazing. So the first thing we're going to talk about is, in the first exercise we're going to do, is a SWOT analysis. Now, some of you may be familiar with this. SWOT is an acronym. It's S-W-O-T. And a SWOT analysis is a strategic planning technique that puts your business in perspective using the following perspectives. S is for strength. W is for weakness. O is for opportunities. And T is for threats. Using a SWOT analysis helps you identify areas your business can improve and maximize opportunities while simultaneously determining negative factors that might hinder your chance of success. I did get this definition, the other definition we're going to reference, and inspiration for the exercises from HubSpot.com. I love HubSpot for practical and easy-to-understand business marketing information. So if you ever need a quick reference tool, just go to HubSpot and type it in there. Um, Some of their stuff can be a little lengthy, but anyway, this is very relevant for what we're doing. So we're going to start, the first exercise we're going to do is our SWOT analysis. And then we're going to move on to the second one. So first, I need you to arrange your paper into four quadrants, Not, not arrange, but like, you know, draw lines on your paper. So you have four squares Um, And they should be like two on top and two on the bottom. That's what quadrants means, but also a fancy word for sections. Um, And then, so so you draw like a big T in the middle of your page. So you have 
two squares or rectangles on top and two on the bottom. And we're going to start in the top left corner for SWAT for strength. Okay. And it, it doesn't matter where you start, but just label those four boxes, one with strengths, one with weaknesses, one with opportunities, and one with threats. And then you're going to want to number one, two, three, four, and five in each of those boxes. Give yourself space to write because you're going to like under strengths, you're going to write five of your strengths. So before we get into that, though, you have to identify your objective for this analysis. And today, the objective is evaluating your personality's role in your business. So this is important, really important for anyone who's just starting out, anyone who's growing a business, and for anyone who is the sole person in the business right now, right? So that is you. Maybe you are slowly considering having employees or slowly, maybe you've hired some people. Um, So this is still relevant if you are the one running your marketing and it's your face that's promoting your brand, right? So now we're going to go through each category and we're going to make a list of five things. So start with strengths. That's the fun part. That should be the easier part, but depending on your personality, it might not be. Um, so strengths, where does your personality excel in running your business? What are you naturally gifted at that makes running your business or promoting your business or creating the product for which you've established a business, you know, around, um, where does your personality make that easier? Where does your personality excel in running your business? So for me, obviously I excel (laughs) at talking. So it was natural for me. I, I started my business in October, 2017. And I think I launched my podcast end of January, early February, of 2018. So, you know, that, I mean, that was very quickly on that. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do a podcast and I have no idea what I was doing, but I was confident in my ability to talk and to find things to talk about. And obviously it has come a tremendous way in the past few years, especially last year. So think about that. What are your strengths? Where does your personality excel in running a business and specifically your business. All right. And you can pause this and list out your five strengths and then come back. So they could be like good communicator, talkative, creative. You can get more specific than that, but like organized, good with people, um, you know, good with task oriented, logical, analytical, just think about strengths and and apply them, try to get a little more specific and apply them to your business directly. And then we're going to move on to the next box, which is weaknesses. And I really don't like to think of anything, any traits as weaknesses, really. Um, But the weakness is the opposite of strength. I just like to think like not my strong suit. Okay. These things are not my strong suit. I will tell you right now, like running my books as far as like tax purposes go, not my strong suit. I do not like reconciling my books at the end of every month, every freaking year I put it off. And every year my accountant is like, Hey, you said this year you weren't going to be as bad about it. And then I have to spend like hours reconciling 
my whole year. I'm also very bad with paper things. Like I don't, I don't like to print things. I don't like printed copies of receipts. I don't like, I do have post-its around me right now, but like I will, if you, for example, mail, when my bills come in the mail, I have to immediately set them up for electronic statements and like auto pay because I'm terrible about going through my mail. And then I just let it sit there to the point where I can just recycle it all or shred it. So think about your strengths and your weaknesses. Um, for weaknesses, not things that aren't your strong suit. Things that if and when you can hire out or you want to hire people to help you, you would start there. Like, hell yes, take this over for me. Get it off my plate. What are roadblocks that you encounter? So with marketing, a lot of times I find that people are shy, they're unorganized, they're insecure, they have old patterns of beliefs, you know, systems, whether they worked for someone before who didn't foster their growth or their personality, so they, they feel inadequate. Um, but it could be other things, you know, I don't know, weaknesses, only you know. Get really honest here with yourself. No one else is going to see this unless you choose to share it. All right, and then moving on to the third one, which is opportunities. Opportunities for growth within for your for growth, for growth within your business, for growth within your personality, for personal development, opportunities for playing to your strengths. Maybe with the past couple of exercises you've realized like, "Oh, yeah, I am good at that. I should be doing more of that." If you're a good writer, are you are you writing? So many, so much of the focus right now is on video and podcasts and all of these things. And that is great. But don't forget that writing is still a relevant medium for communication, right? I am reading a book right now. You guys are going to be like, you're still reading that book? Yes, I'm a slow reader. I'm reading <laughs> the book <laughs> Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I'm still reading it. And, and I um, have a couple other books, you know, I really like autobiographies and I really like, um, fiction books. I mean, nonfiction. I always get those two confused. I was trying to say that in my head. Anyway, nonfiction books. Anyway, so no, so your opportunities, what are your opportunities for growth for your personality within your business? And then lastly, threats. And I really think that this category is mostly in our head, depending on the situation, but I have a good idea of where a lot of you are in business. And I'm going to say that the most immediate threats are within our own mind. So competitors are a real thing, um, but I don't view competition as bad because there's always an opportunity for you to play to a strength that someone else doesn't possess. I mean, it's very rare that you're going to find, you know, someone who's an actual direct competitor where you're like, oh my gosh, they're good at all the same things I'm good at. What the heck? That's just, it doesn't happen. Right. Um, so you, and but do list your competitors. Like, who do you think your competitors are? It is good to be aware of them and to understand them and then to understand how you're different from them and be okay with that difference and even be okay referring people to them because of that difference. And then you have doubts, fears, finances. I mean, the list of threats here, I feel like can go on just like all of these, but just do five. So for each of these categories, you're going to do five, list five things. So five strengths, 
five weaknesses, five opportunities, and five threats. All right. And then when you have that, I want you to put that away for now. And we're going to move on to another exercise. And so we're, we just went, we did a deep analysis of our personality in regards to our business, our strengths, our weaknesses, opportunities for growth, and any threats. And now we're going to boil that down a little bit more into our value proposition or also known as the unique selling proposition. This is a definition I got from HubSpot. A unique selling proposition is a tool used by salespeople to communicate the key factors that separate your product from the competition. An effective unique selling proposition communicates your brand's values and differentiates what your company offers through what you stand for and how this benefits your customers. Okay, let me read that last part again. An effective, unique selling proposition communicates your brand's values and differentiates what your company offers through what you stand for and how this benefits your customers. How it benefits your customers, people. Talk about how your strengths benefit your customers. This is this should be a never-ending conversation. This should be easy for you. Like you're just talking about what you're good at and why that's important for people. There are I am not good at styling myself, okay? I'm a creative person sometimes, but I am not always good at picking the right outfits for myself like in a public <laughs> in a public setting. And by that I mean like in my IGTV videos. You guys can see it. Sometimes I look like a p- potato sack, like just a freaking bag of potatoes. And sometimes I look like a granny and sometimes I can get it together. And I'm like, okay, I could put, if I could put more outfits together like this, I also hate shopping. So like anyone in the fashion styling dressing category for me, I'm your client. Like this is interesting to me. You know, I want to pay you to do that for me because I'm not great at it. I can work out on my own. I can cook on my own. That, that type of thing. No. Also, come decorate my house, please. Okay, so this is your opportunity to tell people, I am good at this. Let me do this for you. Here's why it will make your life better. You know what's interesting? I just got, speaking of interior design, I will be presenting to another interior design class at College of DuPage if that applies to anyone here. Um, All right. So now what's the exercise for unique selling proposition? Here we go. You ready? You need a fresh sheet of paper and you need something to write with. Number one, what sets you apart from all of the rest? Simply the best. Number two, what about you makes people want to buy from you? And maybe they don't even need what you're selling but they just want to work with you because they love your personality. All right, so what sets you apart from the rest of the people in your industry? And what about you, your personality, makes people want to buy from you? Why do they like you? What do they like about you? And if you need help with this and you have reviews, go back and check your reviews Maybe you can reach out to some people you know and love and trust, some of your clients or maybe not even paying clients. That could be just like 
your support network and be like, hey, what do you think some of my strengths are? Why do you like working with me? Keep, you always, always ask for feedback. Always ask for reviews. <clears throat> That's how we grow too, even if it's not easy to hear. And then if you're if you're still having trouble and you're getting caught up in the like, well, my industry is so oversaturated, blah, blah, blah. It's hard for me to, you know, think about like if your self-doubt is creeping in, your insecurities are coming up, you're just drawing a blank. Let's think about some other industries that are seemingly saturated, but people keep showing up and they keep doing things differently. The rap industry. Where are my rap fans at? Anybody? Anybody? All right. Maybe just me, but I think you can apply this to a lot of the industries, country music industry, the pop industry, the music industry in general, right? But I like rappers because I feel like they're so audacious and they're just like, boom, I'm here and I'm the best rapper. What are you going to do about it? You're like, whoa, whoa, can he even say that? He's new here. Sure he can, right? He, he knows what sets him apart. He believes in his strengths. I'm saying he, but I love Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion. She showed up and she was like, I'm here and this is what sets me apart. This is amazing. All right. If rap is not your thing or music's not your thing, let's move on to dog trainers. Have you guys ever searched dog training on YouTube? <laughs> if, you, if you just need a laugh, go ahead and do that and look at all of the dog training channels that come up all of them, different styles, different modalities, different reward systems, different, some people call it discipline, some people call it pressure, some people call it um, management, all different types of styles of dog training, okay? If that, if people are still showing up and want to be in that industry and understanding that they, listen, if you're going to show up in a crowded industry, you better be damn clear on what sets you apart. Because if you're not it's going to rock you and it's going to shut you down. Real estate agents, another one, have to be clear. Event planners, wedding planners, restaurants. Oh my gosh, right? Restaurants. So many. There's so many restaurants out there. And, and you know what? My heart goes out to the restaurant industry right now and so many of the other industries. But having worked in the restaurant industry previously and Oh man, what a time. Okay. And then, so go, you know, have your little pity party about how your industry is saturated and you don't have anything that makes you stand out from anyone else and then get over it and move on. You know, you just got to keep it going and work on this. If you're having trouble with these exercises, write some things down and put it away for now. Sleep on it. Talk to some people you know, love, and trust, and then come back to it. And know that all industries are oversaturated. And if that's your excuse for not getting into what you want to, then you're never going to find a clear path, right? But how you stand out, no matter what industry you're in, is by not trying to be like everyone else in your industry and letting your light shine, and letting your personality come through and telling people what your strengths are and why they should work for you, work with you and why they should pay you. Do you guys, did anyone else grow up going to vacation Bible school? You remember that song, This Little Light of Mine? This Little Light of Mine, I'm going to let it shine. Yes, yes, let that light shine. 
that I, I don't even remember what maybe that's not the like original intention behind that song, but it's very applicable here. So just remember that. Like anytime you're feeling nervous about playing to your strengths or about talking about your strengths and what sets you apart. Oh, another one, life coaching, right? There are life coaches for everything now. Find one that fits what you want. Think about how you select where you spend your money and what resonates, what got stirred up inside of you that was like, yes, I want to support them. I want to give back to that small business. I want to support that mission. I want to support that person. I want to support that mom, that dad, whomever. And then flip the script on your own marketing. Imagine if that person wasn't being authentic. Imagine if that person wasn't letting their little light shine. Would you have resonated then if they weren't so clear on their messaging and so specific? Would you have been like, if they were like, meh, I think I'm kind of good at this, but I'm not sure. And I'm just going to kind of like lurk over here in the shadows. You would have been like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to spend my money elsewhere. Right? So think about that. Think about how you interact with brands that you know, love and trust and are willing to spend money with at any point in time. And then ask yourself if, if that's the level of commitment and customer loyalty that you want. How do you attain that? By being yourself and by letting your light shine and playing to your strengths and not getting caught up in what other people's strengths are and what you're not doing that they're doing because that comes more naturally to them. Now, I'm not saying, listen to me, this is not an excuse for you to not pursue new things and for you to not get uncomfortable and for you to not push yourself outside of your comfort zone. This is just an exercise in self-awareness and being comfortable talking about your strengths and what sets you apart, all right? But still, you've got to push yourself a little bit and you can change. Maybe, for example, my my books are not my strength right now, like me running my own, I do run my own accounting. Um, I do have a, an accountant, but I really only hire her for like hourly consultations to help me figure out the mess that is my QuickBooks um, and then to do my taxes. So like on a month to month basis, I'm in charge of my books. And so that is something I can learn to do and I can turn it from a weakness to a strength. And you can do that too. But for right now, to get your business, to keep the momentum going and keep moving forward, know your strengths, get to know them, get to know yourself, let your customers get to know them share, let that little light shine, share it, talk about it, be about it. All right. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Just this light topic for you guys today. Um, Send me a message if you want to talk more about this. I am very good at giving a confidence boost and reminding you of what a badass you are because you are. And you know, this, it's so fun especially in the role that I'm in as a marketing coach, when I to to start to see people blossom and to like really step into their potential and their power as individuals, as business owners, as creatives, you know, so many hats we wear. Um, It's just amazing to watch that happen. And so it's just know that this is a journey and we are on this journey together. So feel free to 
schedule a free consultation, send me a DM, even if you just want to shoot me a text and be like, whoa, that was a lot, you know, or if you need someone to let you know what your strengths are, happy to be that person for you. All right, guys, until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.